When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Wings Productions presents Chapter 31 of the Skylark Bell Skydive. I'm your host, Melissa Oliveri. In last week's episode, Farfalla returned to the moment she was thrown off the cliff by the residents of Pockage. In today's episode, we read Chapter 31, Skipping Stones, in which Farfalla begins to devise a plan for revenge. Today's podcast partner is Volstedland. Hosts Amy and Heather take you to the deepest, darkest recesses of Prohibition-era Minneapolis while exploring the fascinating real-life story of famous Twin Cities mobster Kid Can. Even if you aren't familiar with Minneapolis or Kid Can, this is a fascinating tale that you won't want to miss. Just check the show notes for a link to Volstedland. Now you know what to do. It's time to settle in. Grab a blanket and a warm drink, and let's get started. The last time I woke in this bed was the morning they took me away and threw me off a cliff. I didn't intend to sleep so long, but it is early morning still. I should be able to sneak away unseen. Before falling asleep, I made my way into Carnifex's house, and I watched Franny and Felix as they slept. I hold no ill will toward Franny. She didn't know what would happen when she told her parents about what I did to Nurse Betsy. Had I known she was there that day watching, I never would have carried out my plan. But that is all in the past now. It's a funny expression, isn't it? All in the past. As if the past is a set thing, an unmovable point on a line. I suppose to most people it is, but not to me. Today I set a new plan in motion, the vanishings. I haven't even started, yet the stories have been told for generations. I can only conclude that this will not be the only time I make someone vanish. From what I can gather, I have quite a reputation to live up to. Well, I can hardly become the stuff of legend looking like this. It was painful glancing in the mirror this morning. I hadn't seen my reflection since the day before I was pulled from this cottage. Was it five years ago? Longer? I've lost track of how much time I spent with the tribe. 
My hair has grown so long and so tangled I had to find shears to clean it up after the comb broke in my hand. There are small creases at the corners of my eyes and mouth now that weren't there before. My dress, despite my best efforts to clean it, looks dingy and worn, so I took a fresh gown from the wardrobe. I remember wearing it to one of the fancy dinners Donald and Isabella Carnifex put on. It's a beautiful, crisp, white gown with lace along the cuffs and neckline. I think this will be a good look for Dialangi. The sun will rise soon. It is time for me to go. I will wait for him on the beach. The cool breeze whips Farfalla's fiery hair around her face. The white dress billows around her legs as the waves lick her feet. She is looking out at the sea, still dreaming of her daughter on the other side. She has tried repeatedly to let go of that dream, but somewhere deep inside her it remains, surfacing when she least expects it. However, this deep desire to be with her child may help her in her quest today. Hello again, says the small, now familiar voice. Hi, Ash, says Farfalla, turning to the boy. She scans the beach behind him and is relieved to see he has come alone. I told you I'd see you again, she says, winking at him. Ash grins and nods. He reaches into his pocket and pulls out two flat stones. He tosses one of them across the water and it skips six times before sinking. Would you like to try? he asks. Farfalla nods and grabs the stone from his hand. She holds it up to her mouth and whispers something before launching the stone across the water. The rock skips at least a dozen times before disappearing from view. Ash turns to her, his large blue eyes even wider than they already were. How did you do that? he says, incredulous. I kindly asked the rock to skip, she answers in a very matter-of-fact tone. You could do it too. She adds slyly. Really? asks the boy, still in stunned disbelief. Sure, I can teach you everything I know, says Farfalla, crouching down to the boy's level. Would I have to go into the woods? asks the boy, getting suspicious. Well, yes, that is where my school is, says Farfalla, choosing her words carefully. It's a beautiful place, with tall trees, and my friend Rue would love to meet you. He's a red deer, she adds, hoping to win over the boy with the promise of a new pet. A real red deer? Does he let you pet him? asks Ash, no longer trying to hold back his excitement. More than that, he speaks to me, says Farfalla, reeling the boy in. In fact, he told me he would wait at the edge of the woods. I bet he's there right now by the big ancient rock. Do you know which one I'm talking about? She asks. Yes, it's the one I was hiding behind the first time we met, he says. I was playing hide and seek with Felix. I told him I saw you, but he didn't believe me, and he never wanted to play with me after that. Everyone thinks I'm strange, he adds, sadness in his voice. Well, I think you're perfectly wonderful and I would love to play hide-and-seek with you, or any other game you choose. But I need to get back home soon, 
Rue will be waiting for me, she says, standing up. It was nice to see you again, Ash, she says, turning to leave. Ash hesitates as Farfalla takes a few steps up the beach, then shouts, Wait! Farfalla smiles, then turns toward the boy an innocent look on her face. I'd like to meet Rue, and I'd like to learn how to skip stones clear across the bay like you can, says the boy. Then all you need to do is follow me, she says, reaching down to grab the boy's hand. They walk across the beach and through the fields. At the edge of the woods, Farfalla calls to Rue, who appears almost immediately. Rue, this is my friend Ash, she says to the deer. The deer looks suspiciously at her, as if it is questioning her motives more so than assessing the small stranger. Hello, Rue, says the boy, with a tinge of intimidation in his voice. He reaches a hand up and gingerly pets the deer's face. Rue says he's very pleased to meet you, and he says he will lead the way through the forest, says Farfalla. The boy doesn't hesitate for a moment and falls in line behind Rue. Farfalla walks behind them to ensure they are not being followed. They walk for nearly an hour before Ash begins to tire. Farfalla picks him up in her arms and carries him the rest of the way, relishing the feeling of once again holding a child in her arms. By the time they reach the gateway, the boy has fallen asleep. She places him gently on the ground with a rolled-up blanket beneath his head. Farfalla calls to the birds and asks them to bring feathers and soft grass to make a bed for the boy. Within minutes, a flock of bird drops off the requested materials, and Farfalla gets to work building a cot for him. Her task complete, she gently places the boy on his bed and covers him with a blanket. She sits back and watches him sleep. The sharp pain of nostalgia hits her in the chest, as she recalls watching Elizabeth sleep in her bed at Paloma's city apartment the night before she and James left for Scotland. Farfalla stretches out on the ground next to the boy and falls asleep, dreaming of her old life. For so long she called it her real life, but now she isn't quite sure what is real anymore. Thank you so much for listening. Join me next week for Chapter 32, Her Prison, Her Fate, in which Farfalla requests a favor from an old friend. The Skylark Bell is brought to you by Fate and Starling Publishing and features original music by Canel. Leaving a rating or review on your preferred podcast platform is incredibly helpful in helping the podcast gain visibility so others can find and enjoy the story of The Skylark Bell. It's a quick, easy, and free way to support my work. If you'd like to support me further, you can also subscribe to Patreon or Coffee, where you'll get early access to ad-free episodes, as well as digital downloads of my music, artwork, behind-the-scenes videos, and more. And be sure to follow me on social media for updates. I love to connect with listeners. Just check the show notes for all necessary links. Once again, thank you for listening. I'm Melissa Oliveri, writer, host, and producer of 
the Skylark Bell Podcast. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.